Hello parents, I'm Jessie. And I'm Erin. We're librarians. We're busy parents. And we love podcasts. Welcome back to Adventures in Parenting. Today we have our final episode of our five-part series with certified positive discipline parent educator and parenting coach, Karen Asamoon. Welcome back, Karen. Thank you. Are so you happy sick to be of here. us yet? No, not even a little. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And I'm not lying. Trust me. <laughs> well, we've been building trust yeah, this I know, it's awesome. So now Karen is going to be talking to us about how we can find acceptance with the child that we have. Very good. Very that we are. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's true too. For all of these things that we're talking about, like connection and awareness and trust and and acceptance, it's not just for your child or with your child, but it's really for yourself as well. You have to have that confidence and that self-assured and that trust that you're making good decisions and honoring yourself and being authentic. So this is just one more of those. And this is finding acceptance. As usual, I'll just sort of go through a whole bunch of things that we could do to find acceptance within ourselves and within our families and with our children um, and then I'll go into a little bit more detail sure. I always you know start with no judgment love the child that you have accept them for who they are one of the big things here is like what can you control mm-hmm. and what can't you control and really kind of accepting that celebrating growth and independence accepting that there may be a new normal mm-hmm. right our kids are growing up in a world that's very different than us mm-hmm. and our kids are growing up mm-hmm. and they may be different so So understanding and accepting that there's a new normal, seeing where you can and you can't affect an outcome and being okay with that, Mm -hmm. recognizing change, modeling how to move forward when change happens, owning your own mistakes, noticing any bias that you may have Mm -hmm. and working through that, growing through that. We all come with history and I'll get into that a little bit more, but how can you kind of acknowledge whatever bias may be out there, whether it's your own or from other people and accepting that these are all new beginnings. It's the first time I I say to my kids, and I may have said this before, right, but this is the first time I am the mother to an 18-year-old son. So that's new, and I have to accept that there's a lot of unknown that I don't have, and there's a lot of unknown that he doesn't have. And then there's a lot of unknown in our relationship. We figured out together, which is the the goal. Let's problem solve Mm -hmm. together and collaborate get there yeah so starting with no judgment as I like to because I think it's one of the key things love the child that you have Mm -hmm. not the child that you wanted we as parents kind of have this vision I'm going to have the most beautiful daughter who's going to be a model and a doctor and believes in peace on earth and cures cancer right and you maybe have one that wants to do makeup and be a fashionista or work in factory and that's okay Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And you may have a son who, instead of playing sports, wants to dance. And then the biggest acceptance that people are talking about is you may have a child whose pronouns change. And they were born Joe, and now they want to be Sally. And you expected that they were going to grow up and get married and have children. And all of that can be done if they're in a same-sex marriage. So really kind of accepting that. And so that kind of situation is no judgment it's acknowledging your biases and as we've talked about before when you get some information that's going to kind of take your breath away maybe because it's not what you expected acknowledge that give yourself a minute and then find that acceptance it's okay to be taken aback 
Mm-hmm. It's okay. And it's okay to tell your child that was a bit of a surprise. And give me a minute. And I love you always, no matter what. And so that's okay. You know, it's important for us as parents to really accept the child that we have mm-hmm. for who they are in whatever situation they are and not the child that we envisioned that we were going to have. Right. So celebrate their growth. Yeah. Right. Celebrate who they are and what they're going through. Celebrate your own growth in, wow, I'm a much better person than I thought because I'm learning all these new things, not just if it's an LGBTQ situation, but but in any situation, understanding who your child is. So celebrate the growth and the independence that your child is learning. Accept that they're going through this. Recognize change as just new beginnings, right? What else is going to happen like get really curious about what this change brings about mm-hmm. what what opportunities are there when you're finding acceptance in whatever is going on yeah we talked a little bit about uh last time about owning your mistakes so hey i made a mistake okay i'm gonna recognize it i'm gonna take responsibility i'm gonna reconcile i'm gonna resolve it because i know that i made a mistake and that's okay i love talking about what's in your control and what's out of your control and a lot of people like oh if only i did this it's out of your control there's nothing you could have done if your child has a test and you're like you should study i'm gonna give you time to study you should actually be studying did you study you're doing everything that you can to encourage that and if they choose to sit in their room and draw there is nothing you can do about that so while it feels kind of helpless there has to be that acknowledgement of what you can do and you can't do and an acceptance of it and know that you have done all that you can do and the rest is up to them and this goes back to one of our earlier podcasts of like we have 100% control of our children when they're babies and then that decreases Mm -hmm. so when you're at like I only have you know 50% well 50% of the time they're going to do exactly what you hope they do well I shouldn't say it that way they might do exactly what you hope they do 100% of the time but 50% of the time may be their choice and if you're setting the stage through the relationships through the connection and the awareness and the trust and the acceptance to have them continue to do what you hope okay accept that they're taking that right path and that you've like planted all the seeds along the way and they chose to water it but that old adage of you could lead a horse to water and can't make them drink is so true that's yeah. right sometimes it just takes longer than you yeah think it will Mm -hmm. and it just gets frustrating but you you have to just hang in there because like you said it's a long it's It's the long game the long Long game game. yeah Yeah. and sometimes it doesn't happen as they get older my 18 year old makes some decisions that I wouldn't make and it's like okay but you talk to them and go these are the potential consequences and okay now what my kid got a tattoo and I I actually don't have any problem with tattoos I have tattoos but he got a tattoo in a place where I wouldn't put a tattoo so my parents were like did you yell at him he's 18 years old it's also already there what are you gonna do there's there's nothing I could do to control that part right and we had a conversation and he still chose to do this Mm -hmm. okay his decision we talked about it before 18 year old decisions without thinking of 36 year old consequences all good all good it's outside of my control right I did what was in my control and once you kind of get to that point of like I have no control over it I'm not gonna worry about it grant me the serenity to accept the things I can 
that change yep. and mm-hmm. the wisdom to know the difference. Know the difference. Know the difference. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Sure. Team effort. <laughs> and it's just so true. And so once you do that, there's this freeing aspect of it. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. I have no control over it. Yeah. So I'm just going to let it go. There's this great quote that I put down, and I apologize because I'm going to read it. I'll I'll just try and make my voice like I'm not reading it, but (laughs) I'm going to read it. But I think it just sort of sums this up a lot, a lot of what we're talking about. So your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backwards, nor tarries in yesterday. It's by a a prophet named Khalil Gibran, G-I-B-R-A-N. And I saw that quote, and I was just like, yeah, that kind of puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we're... from someone who wants me thinking about this at three o'clock in the morning and right. crying. Yeah, yeah. Right. like exactly. that's what's gonna happen. Like, no. I'm gonna be laying there in the dark, and this quote is gonna haunt me, and I'm just gonna be crying about it. I, I can't visit tomorrow. <laughs> I almost just started crying now. <laughs> open in your face. Yeah, that's um, yeah. it's it's right. heavy and it's true, deals. right? But that's where we're like, are we planting the seeds? Are we doing everything that we can as our kids are within our control on right. any level, so that we are okay with them being out of our control? And that's what I've tried to do with my kids. So even okay, go go get a tattoo, you know, a visible one. That's fine, outside of my control. Yeah. I have done everything I could to that point. I've done everything I could to let my kids know that they can trust me, that they can connect with me, that they can believe what I say, that they can, that they know that I will accept them for exactly who they are. I think I mentioned this in, a, in another podcast with you guys, that if you go and buy a plant and you want like a fern that like needs a lot of watering and it's going to grow lush and big and quick, right? And somebody gives you a cactus, mm-hmm. right? You still, you still got to take care of it. It may need different caring but you still got to take care of it and you it's not exactly what you wanted but you could still love it anyway and so always no matter what I find that sometimes just in parenting my two girls that I didn't realize I had a certain expectation for them until they don't meet it yeah and that's when I'm like oh why did I think that they were gonna do that thing and then it like I kind of have to like turn it inward and be like why did that even matter like it doesn't matter at all but it's like it's not even the big stuff it's just the little things like I said in another episode like my my youngest is not like she's very sweet she's very affectionate but she's not like super cuddly and like at first I'm like oh well that's not cool but then I'm like oh yeah that's just who she is like it just you don't realize it right. until it's in the moment you're like oh I thought you were gonna be like your sister I guess not <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Um, yeah, when my daughter was little, she stopped telling us that she loved us. And I'd be like, I love you. And she'd go, how do you know? <laughs> oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I would try and answer the best that I could. Um, the waves. I was, I was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alphabetical or chronological? And she's like, she mm-hmm. just stopped saying it. Mm-hmm. And and I was talking to somebody at school, and I was like, she stopped saying that she loves us. And the woman said, why is that important to you? And I was just like, oh. Right. Yeah, why yeah, is she's it? she's like very physical. She, so yeah, she, physical exactly. had yeah. carried more weight. Right. right. The words weren't important. Than just words that anybody kind of read. Right. 
right. love. She's also a very cognitive child, and so she was like, "No, really, how do you know that you love me?" Right, even through. <laughs> She's yeah. like, yeah. "Show me, show me the, yeah. show me the data. Let's analyze this." But I think you're right. How do we express it to her? I'll give her a hug, and she'll feel it. But just saying the words weren't important. Mm-hmm. But the words became very important to me. Yeah, right. And I was, just, I'd be like, "I love you," and she'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm like, do you, do you love us? And then I like I, I like I can't ask that question right. because now I'm like there's a whole lot of guilt in that question uh-huh. for a little five, six year old. And when the when the person at school was like, Why is that important? I was like, Yeah, why is it important? It's right. it's just words and I know that she loves us and like what is love at that age for her? Like uh-huh. mommy gave me the food that I want. You as a parent. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that right. was about you. Yeah. Yes, it uh-huh. was totally about me. And so I had to get past that. And and then we ended up having a conversation with her and go, it's okay, you don't have to say it. And right. she was like, oh, whew, <laughs> thank goodness. goodness. Pressure's <laughs> off, you know? And just accepting that I didn't have a child at that point who was that kind of love person. Now she's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm like, Aww. yay, you came back around. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah, and so just, again, acknowledging and accepting the child that you have helps foster that relationship with them mm-hmm. and allows your children to grow up feeling supported and loved and cared for and seen and seen and accepted yeah (laughs) life goals you know I feel like we need to do a whole series too on multi-generational parenting yes like experiencing Mm -hmm. your being a parent with your own parents yeah in the picture right because that's like, are you being the parent that you want to be in mm-hmm. the moment? And is that like conflicting with the parent that your parents expect you to be? Sure. Like it's very, uh-huh. it's a strange dynamic yes. when you have like grandparents that are a huge part of mm-hmm. like your life and the kid's life. That's right. Yeah. You know? My yeah. parents um, still are very active in my kid's lives. And at one point we, we had a we had a conversation of like your parenting style is wonderful right and this is this is our goal for our kids and it just had to be like all right let's set the expectations yeah. and now now my mom's older and she's like i'm going to do whatever i want <laughs> I'm like okay you're older and the kids are older that's fine yeah you yeah know? it was something that uh-huh. i missed out a lot on with my grandparents either passing young or not being that involved or being far away, right. that kind of thing. So we really try to heavily involve mm-hmm. our kids' grandparents in their lives, like in every way. But I never realized that what that would, <laughs> how that would affect exactly. me as a parent. Because talk about feeling judged. Because if you make the decision based on, well, I know my child and this is mm-hmm. how we do things in our household. And then somebody else kind of pulls you aside like, you know, where are you getting that from or right. like you know that's not how you were raised and they almost take it as like an insult it's per- yeah they take, it personally. they take it personally that's exactly right you know so mm-hmm. it's a, it's such a delicate balance it sure is you know like a tightrope walk yeah I've had a lot of conversations with um, the grandparents in our lives about the language that they use mm-hmm. it's something you mentioned in one of the other podcasts like I'm just like I don't want them to hear you say that because yeah. if they grow up to be that they will remember that grandma thinks xyz yeah I don't want them to hear that I don't want them to think that's acceptable and it's just a continuous conversation, but now they just kind of look at me and they're like, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, ah, can't say anything these days. Just kind of like sticking to your guns and saying, Mm -hmm. you know, we can have this relationship, but we gotta have some boundaries. Right. But I still think that's a that's a whole show in the making. That's right. That's a big one. (laughs) Yeah. It's accepting the parents that you do have. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because during COVID, when you had so many people that were either making new choices, where Mm -hmm. you have either parents that passed away or lost jobs, and now you're like cohabitating with people. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people that had some big change ups with where they live and who they're living with, and it's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is stuff we were not prepared to think about right now you know you probably had things settled and now it's like you gotta figure this all yep. out yeah it's trying to so. get everybody to kind of on mm-hmm. the same page with your yeah, parenting style or yeah. that in the future mm-hmm. and accepting that not everybody is going to be on the same page that's true good point yep. only so much you can control only so much. Gotcha. You're, you're a quick learner. Awesome. <laughs> I'm into this stuff. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Thank Karen. you so much, Karen. Thank you. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's listening. And if you want to talk about Karen's bona fides, because I forgot to mention them at the beginning. Oh, yes. Karen, mother of two teens. Mother of two teens. They still talk they still to me. talk mm-hmm. to you. She is also the author of the website, blog, and the Facebook page, Growing Through Coaching, growingthroughcoaching.com, which I highly encourage you to check out. If you haven't listened to any of the preceding podcasts, please give those a listen. Share them with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Hopefully we'll have Karen back at another point in time. Yeah. If you have any questions for Karen, us. you can send them to us, and yeah. we will try and have her back to answer them for you. Yeah. Or if you go to my page yeah. and just feel free to reach out, yep. I, I actually answer my phone. So you can call, email me, text, whatever. Very accessible. I'm here for you guys. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Remember that this podcast is made by busy parents for busy parents, and we want to hear from you. Please email us at podcast at pmlib.org with your suggestions for upcoming shows. Thank you for listening. Thank you.